Good morning, good morning everyone. It is Wednesday, May 23rd, 2018. I'm Reverend Jennifer Ann and I hope that everyone is enjoying their hump day so far with lots of love and lots of light. Today we are going to anoint our hands and we're going to talk about putting others first. I anoint my hands that I might lay hands on others to bless and heal. That I might use my hands to anoint kings into office. That I might anoint the fivefold ministry into office. That I may work the works of him that sent me while it is day. Because when the night comes, no man can work. That my work will bear fruit into eternity. Putting others first. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit. But in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. Philippians 2, verses 3 through 5. I used to work in retail sales. The location of my store didn't always bring in the nicest people. Many of my customers have lived broken lives from an early age and are addicted to drugs and alcohol. It could be difficult assisting these kinds of customers. I had a couple options when dealing with them. One, be short and impatient. Or two, go over the top trying to help solve their problem as I would a customer earning me a ton of commission. Unfortunately, my response tended to be my first option. Around that time, my church went through today's verses. The Holy Spirit began to convict me about the way I was responding to these customers. Am I really counting them as more significant than me and putting their interests before mine? The answer was a big no. I knew that I had no excuse because we are given a new mind in Christ. I decided I needed to obey God's word and obey the conviction of the Holy Spirit. As a result, my job actually got better. I found it more rewarding to treat these customers like the Bible said I should than waste my time getting angry with them. I found that when I actually obey God's word, my life became more enjoyable. Not only that, but I can be a part of helping people come to know Christ. We are actually a small example of Jesus' selfish act of dying on the cross for us. Read Philippians 2 verses 5 through 11 to see what Paul says about Christ's example. Is there someone or a group of people you need to start seeing differently? Think about it. So today we're going to talk about loving like Jesus. It's um, 
basically the same thing as putting others first. So, well, this is my first sermon for you guys, so bear with me. Um, this sermon was written by Jim Fryer. And Loving Like Jesus, uh, we're going to go off of scripture from Luke 10, verses 27 through 37. And he... Answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and with all thy neighbor as thyself. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right this do, and thou shalt live. But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment, and wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him, and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him, and went to him, and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence, and gave them to the host, and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now these three thinkest thou, was neighbor unto him that felt among thieves. And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go, and do thou likewise. The context of these verses gives us only a glimpse of this great parable that we call the Good Samaritan. But within these verses, we find the complex truth of loving like Jesus loved. We read that the law said to love God and love people. The Samaritan portrayed this love and Jesus told a young lawyer to go and love the same way Jesus loved. We're going to go on verse 32. If you read the entire passage in Luke 10, you will find that at least three other men had seen the poor stranger and decided for their own reason not to help. It is evident in the commentary of this passage that the intent is to show the weakness of these men in meeting the real meaning of the law. Here is a truth that we need to remember. Love is not found in religion. Religion always causes us to put religion first and living the religion second. By helping the man in trouble, the Samaritan displayed true religion and undefiled. If this is the way Jesus loved, and it is, we must put our religion aside, put our preferences aside, and put our stereotypes aside, 
and love those who are unlovely, which is loving like Jesus. Now in verse 34, if we study this parable in detail, we will see that everyone except the Samaritan refused to touch the wounded traveler. The reason seemed legitimate. If the religious persons touched the wounded man and he were actually dead, they would be denied service in the temple for one year. How could they give up this important duty for one man they did not know? Yet it was the Samaritan's willingness to get his hands dirty that demonstrated true love and compassion. The Bible records that Jesus was touched by the feelings of our infirmities. He was touched by the limit of the flesh. He was in all points like us, yet without sin. It is in our being unafraid of being touched by the sins of others that allows us to minister to them in their darkest hours, and that is loving like Jesus loved. Verses 34 and 35. In this verse, we find that the Samaritan took care of the wounded traveler. He bandaged his wounds and banded with bandages that should have been reserved for him on his travels. He poured oil and wine in the wound to sear it and treat infection that most assuredly would come. He put him on his own animal and led him to an inn to recover. He paid for his stay, gave money for future stay, and promised to pay if the money did not cover all the expenses. When was the last time you did this for someone? When was the last time that you gave up things that were intended for yourself and give it to someone else who was wounded or dying that would be loving like Jesus loved? When was the last time you put someone up in a motel or gave them a room in your house until they could recover? When was the last time you loaned out your car and paid the expenses? When was the last time you helped someone out of the gutter? Love is delivered with care and that's loving like Jesus. I have to tell you that no one wants what you have unless you think it is so valuable you have to share it. Have you ever received such a large or wonderful gift that you just had to share it with someone? How about the time you received an unusual gift for service you rendered on your job? How about a bonus that was far above your expectations? Do you just keep that to yourselves? or not feel compelled to share it with those less fortunate? How about the time when your child was given a good bill of help? Did you go and visit with the families whose child received tragic news? How about those who have been displaced by a hurricane or a fire or a tornado? Do you take a few days off just to go help the people in recovery or do you send a small gift 
just to soothe your conscience. I'm not trying to put a guilt trip on you. I'm only trying to get you thinking about loving as Jesus loved. His love was not in word only. His love was on display for all to see. Will we live our lives in this manner? A group of businessmen were late for their plane and were rushing through the airport when they bumped into a blind girl who was selling apples to waiting passengers. They got to the gate just in time, went to the entrance of the plane, when one of them, who was a Christian, felt terrible about what they had done to the young blind girl. He told his friends to go on and that he would catch the next flight because he had to go back and check on the girl. They protested, but he had been so moved by their selfishness that he could not think of leaving without offering at least to help. When he got back to the terminal, there was the girl trying desperately to gather her apples. The young Christian businessman knelt down and told the girl that he was sorry and that he would help pick them up for her. When they had completed picking up all the apples, he took out his wallet and paid for a few of the apples they had bruised. He apologized to the girl and began to turn away when the young blind girl asked a question he'd never forget. Mister, are you Jesus? No one will probably ask us this question, but it would sure be nice if someone, somewhere, sometime, would ask, Mister, are you a Christian? It gets no better than that, because that would be loving like Jesus. You have his word on it. I hope that everyone enjoyed my devotional and my first sermon that I shared with you today. I hope that everyone enjoys the rest of their Wednesday. Happy hump day, everyone, with lots of love and light. This is Reverend Jennifer Ann. And of course, I got a short playlist for you guys to meditate on what I just shared with you. God bless.